0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast. This is episode one of Model Parenting. I am David Isbell.
1: And I am Sarah Isbell.
0: And we're married, if you hadn't picked that up by the last name. Uh, And we, the first thing that we want to tell you on this podcast, the title of this podcast is Model Parenting, is that we are not model parents.
1: No.
0: Nothing in this podcast, and hopefully what you hear through the rest of this podcast is going to hope you understand that we are not model parents. Uh, so question comes to mind, if you're not model parents, yes. why have a podcast called Model Parenting? Glad you asked. Um, we are, are big proponents of using a model uh, as a target of what you want to accomplish in your family uh, with, your, with your children and uh, as parents. Um, models are not something that um, are foreign to us. We have models for everything. I work in the construction industry, um, and we use models. Architects make models of the buildings to communicate uh, to the different uh, parties, teams, the the general contractor, the subcontractors, the engineers. Uh, they use these models so that they can bring their vision to life. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and uh, the epidemiology models are – wrong part the time, but they use models to try and predict how the, the COVID is moving and, and different things. So models are, uh, we we use Lego model with our kid, right? Yeah, I was we, about to say. Yeah. I mean, it, that's we,
1: all adult models, but.
0: Right. So we we build Lego models with our kid. And you guys know that you have Legos in your house. Stepping on a Lego is like the worst pain in the history of humanity. Stepping on And if you do it in the middle of the night, just, oh my gosh, you can hang it up. You're not going back to sleep. But models are um very familiar to us. We use financial models to figure out our retirements, we use um models in in almost every aspect of our life. We have some version of a model uh of what we want to accomplish with that particular task. And and Farron, I feel like in over the last several years we've we've put in a lot of time. Parenting is one of the most important things we do. So we want to do We wanted to have a parenting model to say, okay, this is the picture of what we want to have as a family Um, for communication for us. Right.
1: Yes. And I, I think a lot of people go into it thinking that they're just so many people parent. Um, so they think that it's just supposed to be easy and, and it's not supposed to require that, that model, that, that plan, that whatever. So, um,
0: So one of the first things we want to talk about is is how we built the model. Uh, Again, I want you to hear very clearly we are not the model. No. We are not saying that fair and I and how we have raised our children is how you need to raise your children. Um, We are saying that we picked a model and we refined that model and defined that model so that we could communicate with each other and with our kids. And we had the same picture and we're we're all aimed at the same thing.
1: And we've seen other families do similar things. Choosing the model and following a model, and the model can be different, different things aimed at different things. But
0: right. having
1: that model first instead of reacting is is beneficial.
0: Right. So, the the way we built our model, the way we started to think about our model, um, how we chose it is, fair and I looked at, okay, hey, how does God relate to us? The Bible refers to God as our Father, as a parent. He is a perfect parent. We are not perfect parents. Uh, and we are not trying to say that we are in any way, shape, form or fashion like God, but we wanted to try to emulate the model that he gave for us and how he parents us. So we, we looked at, okay, Hey, what, how, what does God do with us? What ultimately God's goal for us with him as our parent, as our father, is he wanted a relationship with us. That's the biggest thing he wanted. Um, So everything that he does is aimed at relationship and getting us to know him and understand him and love him. And that's where we started with our model. And we said, you know what? Relationship has got to be that foundational element. And how do we build our life with our kids focused on relationship? So that, that's that's where we started. Um, God understands that he can't keep us from every bad decision that we make. We, we are human. We, we sin. We fall. God wasn't trying to create a system where after the fall, after Eden, after man, after Adam and Eve sin, that he he could make us perfect. He was looking for us. Okay, when you mess up, I want you to come talk to me. I want you to let me be involved. Let me help. Let me encourage you with truth. And so that's the model that we wanted. Is regardless of what happened with our kids, we we can't keep them away from the bad stuff. There's a ton of stuff out there that that draw kids' attention um, away from truth and away from good things and things that we want for them. We can't keep them from all of those decisions. They're human. They get to make their own decisions, right?
1: Yes, and they're going to be affected by the decisions of others.
0: So we, we couldn't protect them from all of that. What we wanted was a relationship so that when they got in those things and they made those bad decisions, that they would come and talk to us. So that that's the model that we started with, was this idea of more than anything else, whatever relationship we can have, we want it to be one that our kids come to us, and ask for advice and let us help be a part of solutions when they get involved in things that that may hurt them or that that have already hurt them. So now that's where we started. But then um, we started paying attention to how other people acted and, and responded to their kids and how they were parenting their kids. And we started to have several mentors along the way, people that we would we would see how they would interact with their kid when they got hurt or how they interacted with their kid. When they got in trouble, we started to see, okay, that that's a piece of the model. We, we think we can emulate that from So we, we didn't make our model people and say, we want to do it like Bob and Sue. We we want to do it like Tom and Daisy. We, we wanted to, to emulate parts of that and say, hey, okay, where's, how can we pull that in to fit the way that we parent and who our kids are? So, we started meeting with um, multiple people. We'd go to dinner. we we talk to a couple, and we say, hey, we really respect what you're doing with your kids. Can we go to dinner? Can we go to dinner? And, and, and we'd not,
1: pay. Can we take pay. you out to dinner?
0: So it was usually a cheap dinner. Like, it was never any good. <laughs>
1: yeah, early uh, on it started.
0: <laughs> it was We were very broke, and we didn't have money to buy nice dinners, but people were more than willing to come with us and talk and, and share how they focused on the different things that we were trying to communicate with them with. Um, so if, if you're starting to hear this and say, okay, Hey, that sounds like a good idea. I need to have a model. I need to have a target so that I can accomplish what I want to with my kids. Cause, cause here's the deal. Um, you 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years down the road, what does that picture of your family look like? Because it's going to look extremely different than it does when your kids are two and three and four or five and teenagers. And if you don't have a vision of where you want to go, you got to begin with the end in mind. If you don't have that picture, you're going to struggle to get there. You got to know where you're going. So if you're listening to this, and you're starting to say, "You know what? I, I I do need I need some kind of picture. I need some kind of idea of what I want to do." To build that model, I think you've got to start with that baseline focus. Of for us, it was relationship, and what you're going to hear a lot in this podcast. Barry and I talk about it um, pretty consistently, and you're going to hear this term we have a relationship bias because of the model that that we picked and how we wanted to emulate how God relates to us. That relationship model is going to be pretty, um, we we can't get out of it and away from it.
1: All of our examples are going to be relationally driven and all of our resources for the most part are going to be relationally driven. And we don't know if that's just, um, the way that, that God led us in the beginning and because that's what he's doing or if that, if there are other models, but we think that there's potential for others and we're willing to listen and we're excited to hear if other people have those models, find those models.
0: So you, but you've got to define that, that baseline focus, like we did and said, okay, relationship is our focus. Let's start to see how people are building relationships with their kids and start to build that model around that general central idea of relationship. So you've got to, you and your spouse, or if you're a single parent, you've got to define, okay, 20, 30, 40 years down the road, what do I want the basis of my relationship with my children and my family to be? What do I want to have in common with them 20, 30, 40 years down the road? And start to get that picture and then back up and say, okay, hey, who are people that are doing some of this well? How how can they come on board and be a team? How can they help me? How can they how can I learn from them to understand and better understand some of those principles that they have in place to build a model? So that's the idea. That's model parenting. You parent towards a model. It's a picture, it's a it's a something you build, an idea that says, This is what I want my family to look at. And aim at.
1: Am I wrong or in construction? They build those models smaller and pre, like before.
0: Yeah, well, they're mostly digital now. Okay, so, so they are electronic. Okay. but they're not done electronic. in like
1: thirty minutes. Like no, it takes some no, time. It, it takes
0: some time. It's a process. Okay, okay. And you've got to coordinate all the parts and pieces. And now, fortunately, Fair and I were building this model uh, really before our kids were born.
1: Well, well, but while we were pregnant, we did a lot. Of, I mean, it was nine months and in, and into his first year of a lot of conversation and going back and forth and, um,
0: which kind of segues into our second question about model. Why, why did we fair and I start looking for why, why was this even on our radar that we wanted a model of how to, uh, build our family and intentionally focus our family towards the same goal? And a lot of that comes from our background and our story, um, and just to, to share kind of a summated version, and uh, if you know us and you want to know the full story, we're more than willing to, to catch up with you and have some dinner, and we can talk about where we came from and why we came from there. Um, but Fair and I have been married for um little, little less than two years, um, and we went to a church, and the, the pastor stood up and said, hey, I'm going to move to... Seattle and start a church and Fair and I were like as we were sitting in the service we were you know interested in in how that was how we were going to interact with that information. So I get out to the truck and ask Fair said, Hey what'd you think about uh what'd you think? And she said, About the church. I said, No, about Seattle. She said, Well, I think we're going. So in, in that and we'll we'll talk more about this later, but in that moment we started moving towards um taking our life to Seattle. Why that's important is because we weren't living in this model environment then.
1: No.
0: We we've been married for almost two years. Was it two years? Right.
1: Was, it was a little shy of two years. We celebrated two years while we while were moving in there. Right. Yes.
0: So, um, so we we get to Seattle and we start working with this church plant, and we spend the next three years working with a church plant and, and loving on teenagers and encouraging them and being the student pastors at the church. And, um, we spent two years. I was working a job in the construction industry and doing youth ministry at night and we didn't have this model in this system and for our had, family we had a lot of struggle and arguments and frustration and now we didn't even have kids yet
1: and i was working too i was working as a as speech language pathologist in nursing homes um and i was gone a lot
0: <laughs> right we were, we were both we spent a lot of time doing other things and so we weren't moving in the same direction a lot of times um So we started to have some tension and frustration in our relationship. Um, So don't hear this as as we started this magical journey of marriage together. And And we
1: were in ministry, I say that with air quotes at the time, but we had a lot of tension between us um, because we definitely were not model model people to follow.
0: Right. Um, And we're still not. No. We are. But we started this journey, and we started looking at a better way, mostly because we got it wrong. And so we started looking, and, and we were bringing traditions and ideas and thoughts from our from our raising. So I was raised, I'm the uh, third of six children. Um, my parents loved us and, and tried to give us everything that we needed and could, and um, the, the relationships and things we had with our siblings as we were growing. I mean, siblings for the most part— a lot of the understanding of siblings just fight. That's what siblings do. I mean my fil- siblings, we you know, get in little arguments and different things. But fair and I, as we were starting to struggle with some of the things in our marriage and communication and, and some of the arguments, one of the things we said, hey, we we don't wanna have that type of relationship. We wanted to have something that we're connected more and that we're moving in the same direction. And um, you know, we want our kids to, to be on a team with us. We wanna all be Moving the boat in the same direction, rowing as best we can to get towards a common goal. So, the the, the kind of negative experiences we had had in our past from our raising and the the first five years of our marriage, we were really looking to to do something different, to build a different kind of family, and um, we started to see that the only way that we were going to do that was to do it on purpose. To do it intentionally, and uh, as we're going through that process, one of the verses that that came to mind again, we're working in ministry. I um, spent a little time in seminary um, until Fair got pregnant with our our first son, um, and in some of the seminary classes, one of the verses that, that came up was about John the Baptist. And if you want to know the verse, you can uh, email us and ask us. I don't know the. We'll text put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes or something. It'll be out there. I
1: mean, I can look it up.
0: It's not that it's in there, but. <laughs> In um, talking about John the Baptist and, and saying that his job was to prepare the way for Jesus, and one of the ways he was going to do that was to turn the hearts of the fathers back to their children. It doesn't say turn the hearts of the parents back to their children. It turn the hearts of the fathers back to their children, and that was that. It became kind of a life verse for me that raising these kids was going to be an important part of how Jesus was going to demonstrate Himself and move through our family. That that my preparedness for Jesus to do what he wanted to do in our family was going to be my heart aimed at my children. Um, which again, I think that emulated God because God's heart was, was and for a lot of time has been aimed at us. Um, so uh, we were looking for him wanting to do something different. And again, we knew realistically, because again, we're working with teenagers. We've got, 150 teenagers that we spend uh, time with on a weekly basis in the student ministry we had out there, plus you know 20, 30 kids that would be over our house in different times and small groups, and we we saw all of the things that these teenagers were involved in, and and a lot of them had a lot of struggles going on, and they were they were struggling with drugs and they were struggling with physical relationships and they were struggling with uh, just things that we knew wherever we were we couldn't keep our kids out of that environment, but we they couldn't talk to their parents. They couldn't. They didn't have a relationship. They didn't feel or comfortable. Or they believed they believed couldn't, they couldn't. talk right.
1: to their parents. They, a lot of them could have, but they believed that they could not. Right. And it was deep within them.
0: Right. And they were they were trying to do and solve and figure all these things out on their own, and it impacted Farina so much that that really became a driving focus and a point for us that we wanted those types of relationships that our kids knew that they that we were in their corner regardless no matter what we had their back. We were together, Um, in the same direction, trying to build the same type of picture that everybody knew what the picture was. So we started this journey four and a half, five years into our marriage, right before our first son was born um, to build a different type of family based on a model. And we were going to do it on purpose. So, Model parenting, the idea is that you as as a family, you, husband and wife, you lead with your hearts turned towards your children, that you build a model so that you can focus your family on purpose. Whatever you do, if you hear anything out of this first episode, the this biggest thing I want you to understand is that whatever you're doing with your family, do it on purpose. And we'll talk more about that in some other episodes as we get into some of the different content. Um, of how to build this model and, and what it looked like and how it how it demonstrates itself in our kids. We're gonna let you talk to our kids. They're gonna come in, in a couple of weeks and you'll hear you'll hear our kids and they'll they'll tell you the good, the bad and the ugly of living in this model driven environment. <laughs> and there is some good and bad and ugly. It's not always sunshine and roses. So understand that that we have worked um extremely hard to do some of the things that we're doing and it has yielded some some results that we really enjoy. Um so one of the things we want to try to do uh, each and every week is to give you a activity that you can do with your family that will kind of help start to support and encourage and build this idea of a model. So the first activity that we're going to do, Fair's pretty excited about it. Um, she does this stuff with our kids pretty regularly. Uh, so I'll let her tell you what, what she's going to have you do this week.
1: Okay, so David's really good at, envisioning things um and it's it's a little bit harder for me to like see it but because I had you know been working in the nursing home and stuff I had those end goal relationships that I was watching and with this first playtime activity one of you it could be the parent it could it could be one of the kids depending on the developmental level they're going to need to be older to actually do this. And so when I say older, somewhere around 8 to 10 to actually be the person envisioning the first one. You can take turns. and But the one person steps outside of a room where they can't see the people and the building material. The building material can be any kind of anything, blocks, Legos. It can be Kleenex boxes, paper towel rolls. Anything you can find that yeah, you have of, multiple. Things.
0: A lot of fair stuff. She really focuses on just using what you have around the house. Don't yes. Don't go buy blocks. Don't go buy Lego right. if you don't have yes. MP use
1: whatever you have. Yeah, um, and if you need to save up for a little bit, save up some Kleenex boxes or something. Um, but toilet to toilet tissue rolls are good too. But anyway, so you want the first person to dream up, dream up a model, dream up, envision something, and then it try. It could be a
0: mansion. It could be a pyramid. It could be. Whatever they're into, if it's a train, right. if it's cars. Koala. Koala bears. <laughs> one of our, our daughter's really into koala bears. So. Um,
1: but then they try to give instructions to the rest of the family to, to build this model using what you have.
0: Right. And all they're doing is communicating from the other room.
1: Yes. They can't right. see so, what you're building, right? Right. Yes. So put four corners on, you know, lay out four corners and then connect the four corners with, sides and then create a tower or, you know, um, so it can be, it can be very simple. It can be very complicated, but I would say if you're the parent, try to make it as simple as possible. Um, if you're the one giving the instructions and.
0: Right. And then when you're done come into the room and talk about if that's what you thought it was going to look like. Is
1: that what what
0: you envisioned in your head?
1: Right. And then, you know, take turns and and if everybody wants to take a turn, then whoever wants to take a turn envisioning something, take a turn. And then try to talk about it as a family and envision something together and see if you can put it together, put together the model um,
0: that's in your head. Again, the idea being building a model – communicating, understanding, because that, that's all we're talking about in model parenting is build a model for your family and do it on purpose. Uh, so the other thing we want to but try to dream do dream it up first. But dream it up first. That's exactly right. Dream it up first. Use And vision it first. Because that That's where the process starts is, is dream it up of what you want your family to look like and then start building the pieces to it. Um, the other thing we want to try to do every week is give you a resource. Um, and this resource is actually very specific. Um, it's a book that Fair and I, read together um a couple of years ago. Um and before you start thinking we're wow, super awesome. Been six years
1: something read
0: that. It, book. It's been several years. Wow. But the, we don't that's the last book we read together in six years. We're currently <laughs> reading one together, but we've read one book together in six years. <laughs> yes. And now we're reading a second. We so. highly
1: recommend it, but right. you probably want to do it more frequently than we <laughs>
0: Right. So don't don't hear that we oh they read books together. That's not who we are as people. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to to lie to you, so we are not models of anything, particularly reading books together. But we read this particular book together, and it's called Scary Close.
1: S-C-A-R-Y.
0: Scary. My S's don't come through the microphone very well for some reason. Scary Close uh, by Donald Miller. Um, It's a fantastic book, and it's about intimacy, particularly in marriage. It's a great place to start um, because as you are... Starting to dream and build this model, one of the great things that Fair and I have seen is, is the intimacy that we have in communication and knowing what we want to accomplish together. So starting to build some of that intimacy together um, that you can understand where the other person's coming from. It's a great book, great read. The other reason that we wanted to bring this resource up is because I'm going to steal something out of it. Um, most of the, the content that we've got has been pulled together from different wow. – sources and compiled and, and we've kind of kind of squished it all together to make it something. Um, but this this idea came to us. Obviously, we were, you know, 12, 14 years into built, living in this model environment. And it really resonated with us because this is the idea, this is what we do. So um, Donald Miller is sitting with uh, with a mentor or um, a okay. friend. I don't I don't remember the specific scenario. And he's talking to the friend and his friend tells him, he says, hey, Don, All relationships are teleological. Now, I never heard that word before. I didn't quite understand. But the friend goes on to explain, all relationships are going somewhere. Take them where you want to go on purpose. That's the idea of model parenting, is that your relationship with your kids, they're going somewhere. You're going to be related to them and in relationship with them in some capacity for the rest of your lives. Take it where you want to go on purpose. Do things now that establish a relationship that you want to have later. Uh, the principle of you reap what you sow, which is a biblical principle. If you want to reap a healthy relationship when your kids are in their 20s and 30s, you sow those seeds now. This is when you do that. And, and the next episode, we'll start to get into that a little bit.
1: And the world is very counter to this because we fall in love and that's very path of least resistance. And we, um, are just, we just are connected to our kids and love our kids because they're our kids. And we have seen and know that that is not what happens. Like that path of least resistance for relationships is often extremely detrimental. Um, but that, Teleological and taking it where you want it, want it to go and choosing to invest in it pays huge dividends.
0: Right, so scary close that first resource.
1: By Donald um, Miller. Donald
0: Miller. Read the book. There's way much. There's there's way more content in there than just that idea of teleological. But that's the main reason we wanted to bring that that resource up is so that we can steal that that quote and tell you that all relationships are teleological. Take them where you want to go on purpose. So. All right. That is what we've got for episode one. Um, super excited for you guys to be on the journey with us here. If you have questions, comments, uh, if you just want to tell us that my voice doesn't enunciate very well, um, you can shoot us an email. Uh, our email address is...
1: ModelParentingPodcast at com.
0: So it's the name of the show, model parenting Podcast at com. So shoot us an email. Um, if you are on one of the services, hit subscribe on the button so that you can get next week's episodes and future episodes. Uh, but if you can shoot us some pictures, uh, email us some pictures of you guys building a model. Let's see what your models look like. Uh, let us know how that activity worked out. If it was a horrendous failure, but you had a bunch of laughs with your kids, let us know. Cause that's ultimately the goal. We want you to that's enjoy cool. your family and uh, love what you do. So, Hope you guys have a great week, and we will talk to you next week on the Model Parents Podcast.